Thanks, Dan. We're recording. Um, just going fucking. Yo, yeah, yeah. We, we're on? recording there and here, <laughs> so we got a hell of a fucking soft <laughs> open this week. Ah, ding dong. Headphones uh, on, right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. main stand. Episode, season two, episode, episode eight. Episode, episode eight. eight. We are here. We're doing the business. The one where none of us drop points. Yeah, or Nobody none of us scratch the mic stand. Apparently. Yeah, mm. I, ha- I had it out with the boys. Uh, editing this podcast this past week we had some some egregious microphone scratching so i apologize if it bothered you on your commute or uh your workout whenever you listen to the main stand if you're listening to us in the gym figure it the fuck yeah, out yeah not enough no, to get you through a workout. a workout podcast um i mean outside of that though the footy's been fun the queen died r.i.p lizzie eh. Make of it what you will. <laughs> no, we will not take a stance on the Queen dying. Uh, but that did mean the Premier League stopped. Whack. Yeah. Whack. Sucked. That Everybody else happened. had to go to fucking work. Shouldn't have happened. Uh, the, I think rugby and golf and shit went on in England. It, it, literally, it was just soccer. Yeah. I, I think it's because of the draw, the police presence needed to... That's true for hand, this weekend. Yeah, for yeah. this weekend. The police presence needed to handle... The funeral pro- processions, everything like that. That's why Chelsea Liverpool isn't happening. Um, it's unfortunate, but I mean, just the lo- the large scale sporting events do need to take kind of a hit. You don't see people getting as rowdy or rambunctious at a golf event. Let's be let's be honest. I don't know. I bet you a hundred dollars if Joe Biden dies tomorrow, college football does not fucking stop. Yeah, that's no, uh, that's really on, on par with but, that. But also, you know, it's understandable. We don't live there. We don't live under those rules. So it's something that we don't really have. I just think it's the crazy. opinion on. I, I think it's. I personally think it's crazy. All these people that like rely on these games for their income missed an entire weekend's worth of work. Everybody else had to go to work. You know what I mean? It, it just seems a little weird to me. Or like my mental own, well-being, even. My like people comments. like rely on that stuff in England. I feel like especially more than any other country with sports, mm. it's like people just look forward to the game. But at, at, at the end of the day, Mitchell is right. We're not from England. That's our our two cents yeah. on the Queen. Please don't cancel us. Or yeah. do I guess at this point it's like what the fuck ever. <sighs> I, I last weekend was tough, and I think another thing too why it did was probably because William is like the president of the FA, uh, the son, but. Is what it is. We uh we can look forward to next weekend. We did have Champions League fixtures. We did have Champions League fixtures. So that's, that's positive. Uh, do we want to do our our rundown? Re- repeat it from last week. Yeah, let's just like rapid fire through yeah. shit. Um, start off Victoria nil, Inter two, Edin Dzeko, the Bosnian prince. I love him more than life itself. He's still scoring. Yeah, Inter needed this one uh because they lost in their first one, I believe, to yeah Bayern. Yes. Yeah, Bayern. Uh, so yeah, that one's pretty straightforward. I'm not gonna we're not gonna talk about Victoria Pleasant too much. No. Uh, uh, next one, crazy. This is yeah. a big, big result for the Portuguese team. Uh, sporting two, Tottenham nil. Sporting, stay undefeated in the group. Yeah, Sporting looked good too. To mm. be fair, uh, Tottenham first loss of the season. Uh, they, they were in it, I would say, kind of to the end. But the two quick goals at the end just killed them. And the, that second goal, they just that was way too easy. It they looked like they were apart. just done. Yeah, yeah. Game was over nice at that Meg point. On the run yeah, too. Very Did nice. you listen to the how much Thierry Henry loved talking about that goal on CBS? Yeah, his, oh, it was funny. His initial reaction was so hilarious because 
Micah and and Jamie were were freaking out about the goal, and and Thierry is still like, all I did was go ooh because of that Meg. Like nobody saw that, and <laughs> Micah Micah afterwards was like, okay, you're right, you're right. Very funny. It was a it was a good piece of uh, commentary back and forth. I think Tottenham just at, at that point in the game it was over. Yeah, on the sporting side too. That Michael Edwards kid, he's English. He's good. Looks really good. Uh, I'm excited to see kind of if he has any interest in coming back to the Premier League because uh, if you make a name for yourself in the Champions League, there's going to be some bids put in in the winter. So, quick question, and maybe this is uh, for another episode or or after this weekend. Have we been overrating Tottenham a little bit to start this year? Um, I don't maybe. think so. I don't think so. I, I think we're what ten games played in all comps now. Eight, nine, eight, eight. eight. Final answer. In all, yeah, I think in eight, all comps, eight, seven or eight. Yeah, depends on mm-hmm. if you played Europe. I think we're eight. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, you think about it. You're about two months in worth of fixtures. I don't know if it's a case of overrating. I think it's just timing of fixtures. I think in the group stage, if you're gonna have a have a shitter, might as well have it early. I don't. I don't see it being as a problem. I think the direction Tottenham have gone in are. Is yeah. the right direction. I think I was, it's too I was early. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't actually think that we're we're overrating him. I think no. Conte's choices of who he starts is a little bit a weird. Wonky, yeah. uh, Bettinger is playing a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen Basuma not really playing. Mm-hmm. Kulisevsky was on the bench as well. And it's not a big deal if you lose away in the Champions League, especially early. Usually, if you can win your home games, you can make it through the group. Uh, so I don't put too much on this, but I do kind of have some concern about his general selections on the team. Yeah. Uh, Do you have any concerns about Jurgen Klopp's selections for the Liverpool team? It was a great, great starting eleven. I think that yeah. was the the perfect starting eleven uh, with Jota. I think we kind of forgot a little bit about how good he was. Just injuries at the end of last year, mm-hmm. uh, obviously through the summer as well. And then getting slotted in in a different position than he was being successful in all year. Yeah, because after he came back with from those injuries at the end of the year, Diaz had really stepped in and he was moved into a more central role. So I think Jota, it was a really good kind of return to the starting 11 for him mm-hmm. um and all things considered it, I, I don't think the score line really shows what the game was like our defense was so so involved it was a night and day confidence that we got from our our napoli fixture for sure like it was yeah. it was that reestablished confidence again i think van dyke's still on fraud watch for me Still on fraud watch. I feel. I feel like. I feel like you. That first goal. I feel like you'd have. I mean, Trent got fucking. They both are. They're both on fucking fraud. Trent. Trent was at fault for the the um, that first goal. Yeah. The daily blend header. Yep. He had no idea where Blind was. I think Motip, I took Motip a point off my player ratings because I think he was at fault for the first goal as well. I I just think they're both on fraud watch. Van Dyke actually has to defend this year, and his aura is not carrying him as much as it has been in the past. (laughs) No, the aura talk on Twitter. The aura, exactly. I I think that'll return. Um, I think all in all, Thiago coming back into the starting 11 was imperious. That's huge for you guys. Um, he was phenomenal in the midfield again. He's a sexy footballer, isn't he? He's a good player. It, it's so like much fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, just the the ability to maintain possession at his size and the strength he brings and his positioning is just everything top to bottom. It's <sighs> such a such a prolific player for our starting eleven. Yeah, Costa Simicos too. I thought I had a shout for man of the match. It's he's. Really uh, I think he's going to take the starting spot for now. Robbo's out a month, uh, obviously. 
it, things will look different in a month when people come back from the international break Absolutely. and whatever. But I think Costas has probably deserved a, a run of starts because um, mm-hmm. he creates a ton of chances on the side. On his set piece, it almost it's I'd almost rather him be putting a ball in than Robbo, too. On those mm-hmm. long free kicks outside of the the box, the the whip he puts on it to to drop those balls on mm. top of our forwards' heads or or on top of the the center backs when we're pressing forward is. So good. I think so he has good. a little bit more chem with uh, Louis Diaz, too. I don't know if Robbo's quite built that yet, where he had it, I would say, more than anyone with Mane. Um, mm. So we'll see where that Speaking goes. Speaking of Mane, yeah, we'll let's talk Bring about it right into Bayern. Bayern and Barcelona. So I watched most of this game. I actually am kind of in the camp of Xavi, his comments after the game. I think they were unlucky to walk away with that without a goal and mm-hmm. getting as bantered as much as they are. Mm-hmm. I thought they looked good. I think Lewandowski kind of made a meal of a lot of his chances. He, he could have yeah. had three or four goals. Honestly, he was definitely getting the service. Um, First half, he had a really good one right in front of him. He had two right really good that, ones. Yeah. Bayern just like way more clinical and Manuel Neuer is fucking Manuel Neuer. <laughs> um, Leroy Sané made the match though. Fucking, I love him so yeah. much. Love him Great so goal. much. Uh, really good goal. Really good goal. Just really good all-around performance, I think, from him. Yeah. He was... He was balling out. I was really happy to see. I, I'm I'm always very happy to see Sané playing well mm. for Bayern, especially because his first year it didn't really seem like the fans took to him like super duper kindly. They were yeah. kind of like on the fence with him, as as were City fans for most of him, <laughs> for his tenure with us. Very hot and cold, off and on, you know, flicks yeah. in and out of games type of player. But when he's on, he's fucking on, and he was he was on against Bar- uh, Barca. Yeah, yesterday. I would agree. Uh, the Musiala kid in Bayern's midfield, just, another he good looks one. really good. Yeah, yeah, another really young, talented European footballer. Man, does he have a future ahead of him? Mm. Uh, you know, honestly, kind of a lot like Bellingham, just a central midfielder that's like proper young. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to him. Next one, Porto Club Bruges, probably the surprise result of the week. I don't know. Porto's just lost a ton. They haven't really. They're not impressive. Uh, and Bruges is top of the group. That's with hilarious. With Porto, Atletico Madrid, and Leverkusen. That's hilarious. I think probably they. I would love to see the odds, but they must have been way, way favored to finish fourth oh, in that group. We had them fourth in our preview. Yeah. Yeah. But we. Sorry, Club Ruggie. <laughs> Scoring uh, four goals back. on 40 mm-hmm. per, a little over 40% possession, too, is. Uh, pretty crazy. Yeah, and then the other game in that group too, Leverkusen two 0 over Atletico Madrid. Two late I actually goals. didn't see that one, but I did see there was a you know a late finish. Yeah, too late, just two late goals. Did yep. Atletico Madrid and I've not been super impressed with Atleti from what I've seen from them no. this year personally. I never really am. I kind of fucking hate them. Too much off the field shit. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, we can probably touch on it a little bit, but the Griezmann situation's getting hilarious. Sticky. It's fucking crazy. Supposedly they're they're gonna kind of come to a resolution on like 25 mil to kind of end this subs thing mm. well i i, mean, I haven't seen anything court, other than not, other than yeah. that yeah i've, I've seen, seen a lot the, of stuff the, the i mean you charges. can you can make the argument all you want that you know after 60 minutes you'd you bring a forward on but like the same exact player every single game you know oh, between yeah. 60 and 62 it's, minutes when there's a time clause in the contract like yeah it's it's just it like started can... as a joke i think we like bass and i were joking about it it's like okay yeah they're just gonna bring on griezmann in the 60th yeah. minute for his allotted stint but now it's routine like i think obviously atleti is a team that likes to shit house they like to stretch what they can do 
Um, but this, I believe, is taking it a little too far in the context of a, a contract and really stretching it thin with a player of Griezmann's caliber. Yeah, and it's true. Like in, in logical terms, they're breaking the rules a little bit, but you know, a contract is a contract, which kind of makes it tough. Mm-hmm. Um, Marseille Frankfurt, another one. This one finished one 0 to Frankfurt at the Stade Velodrome in France, which is a tough, tough place to play. Frankfurt's uh, first Champions League victory. So good for them. Uh, they're going to, I think, finish in the middle of that group, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think we move into today's games now. Shakhtar uh, 1-1 to Celtic. It was a really fun game. Yeah, I watched yep. a, a little bit of that, too. Shakhtar have a lot of like really fun, talented players mm-hmm. at the top end of their team. A and lot of Celtic really good forwards. A really good job of, of putting pressure on in the attacking third. Um, a lot of chances created. A lot of... Uh, lot of really dangerous balls into the mm-hmm. box for Celtic. I think it's just a matter of that ability to finish in front of net. Yeah, most of Shakhtar's forwards have names that I can't pronounce, so I'm not going to try to do that <laughs> on air. Uh, but there's one dude with like, some slick back blonde hair. I think he's a winger. He, he was really good today. Yep. Uh, AC Milan, this was the other 12.45 kickoff. AC Milan, Dynamo Zagreb. Fuck Dynamo Zagreb. All my homies yeah. hate Dynamo Zagreb. Fuck your fans, man. That one finished 3-1 to Milan. Uh, Milan looks pretty good. Yeah, Rafael Leao. He's a baller. Uh, yeah, he is a really proper, good. proper baller. I yeah. think Leao, I've seen like a couple of, shout out Roman. Roman sent me this video, this dude talking about like who could be like the third player when we get into like the Mbappe Holland era. And there were shouts for Leao, and I agree. Yeah, I think Leao is a really, really talented player. And I think, you know, him winning MVP in the Serie A last year and then kind of like carrying that form. Yeah, for sure. This year, I, I I rate him very highly. I like him a lot. I hope mm-hmm. I hope he comes to City as like our Mahrez replacement. They have a, they have a few really good players. I mean, I know they lost Kessie, but they still have Tenali in that midfield. Very um, good player too. Yeah, and Salamakers just score. Uh, this is his second game in a row in the Champions League where he scores a, a banger. So, yeah. uh, Rangers good. zero, Napoli three. That one was at the Ibrox Stadium. I thought um, Rangers would give him a little bit harder of a time. It was a fucking crazy game. You had three penalties for Napoli. Uh, McGregor saves the first two, and the the third one does go in, and then Napoli kind of add on the goals afterwards. But mm-hmm. Napoli go uh, top of our group easily. Yeah, Rangers they are scary. Rangers are down too, right? Yes. Yeah, they lost. They got a red card. Yeah, no, Napoli have thoroughly impressed me the first two games. Without um, Awesomeman today too. Yeah, who's so. the name? What's the name of the dude who's? Unbelievably difficult to pronounce. He played really oh. well against you guys. Well, they I don't Anguisa? I can't pronounce his full name, but his name is uh no. I know who Anguisa is. Uh this guy is uh, he's from Georgia. Yeah. His they call him Gvaradana. Yeah. It's K V A R or something. Baller. Yeah. Baller. He's really good too. I liked him He really impressed me against you guys. Yeah, Napoli is a tough side, and with Osman back in it, it adds pace up top. Uh, completely different Napoli side than we played a couple years ago with mm. that front three of Mertens, Linsignia, and they're, Lozano. They're definitely a bit of a dark horse, probably yeah, moving into the sure. later stages of the group. They're going to get out for sure. I think they'll give any team that they play in the round of sixteen to a really a real run for their money. Yeah, and no one's going to get points off them in Naples. I don't think that's a tough place to play, man. Uh, there are probably some they're, teams. They've been playing some very yeah, very confident football lately. They're though. good. They're a really good side. I do not want to play them. Yeah, we'll move on to the I think Group E. Uh, Chelsea RB Salzburg. Chelsea had the lead in this one. Graham Potter's first match at the Reigns at Stamford Bridge. Uh, RB Salzburg grabbed a late goal due to Noah Okafor. Mm. It's the second game in a row scoring as well. I did not watch this game. I saw Raheem Sterling scored. I guess good for him. Uh, I did see, however, that Graham Potter got a fresh fade, trimmed his beard, <laughs> and bought a suit for his I first game with Chelsea. <laughs> That's great. Uh, 
What a proper manager. Exactly. Yeah. He's he's just got he's got to clean up. He's got to clean up his act. He doesn't want Bowley to sack him after one game. <laughs> do you want to? Do you have any thoughts about Potter, either of you? Because we we didn't talk about it. Because last week we were kind of speculating. I was saying he was getting the job. Yeah, you you thought he was. No. Yeah, I I mean I think he's a good coach. I just don't. He's gonna. I think we we kind of touched on it a little bit in that episode. I think it's a good coach. I think him doing it is ultimately the right decision. But if it goes wrong, he's just like another manager in a long list of managers that have played, you know, coached Chelsea, gotten fired, and then like either go nowhere with their career after that, or they pick it back up somewhere. Not everyone is going to be Tuchel and win the UCL in yeah. your first half season or Di Matteo and win a Champions League. What, oh, what is it with Chelsea and firing managers that win them the Champions League, by the way? just You can't be a legend there. Just throwing that one out there, can't too. Can't be a legend. Not allowed. Yeah. Uh, Real Madrid to RB Leipzig nils the next one. Uh, Leipzig having a real tough start to their life in 2022, uh, sacking their manager. I think this was the new one's uh, first game in charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valverde scored a really nice goal in this game as well. Yep, and then Asensio scored the yes. game, the, the second one at the end. So. Really good finish, too, after yep. throwing a, a little bitch fit that he didn't get to play <laughs> at the weekend. Uh, next one, Copenhagen nil, Sevilla nil. This was, uh, you would expect Sevilla to win this game, but uh, Sevilla really aren't that impressive. They aren't super great going yeah. forward. They like were f- good defensively. They were the best defense in La Liga last year, if I'm not mistaken, but losing Quande is yeah. tough. Uh, Copenhagen fans are fucking sick too. Yeah, they are. Uh, Juve two, Benfica one. That's wrong. Benfica two, Juve one. You don't. You downloaded this PDF after I fixed the fucking notes, Josh. <laughs> well, I was updating them in live time, is why. I went in and fixed them after full time. <laughs> That's funny. In all of the games. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so Benfica won this. Yes, two correct. One. Shout out Roman. Soft ass penalty though for Benfica in this game. That. Now, if you, I don't know how the fuck. I mean, you watch anything in slow-mo <laughs> enough times, and you're going to be able to call it a penalty if there's contact, but oh, my fucking God, dude. The leg on the hot seat? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Well, I think so as well. They're not, they're not doing well in the league, I don't think. They're not. Um, I think they're doing, like, fine. Get We're not a logistics company. England. Not a logistics company. Hold on. Bring Weston to the Premier League. Preferably Liverpool. Bring Weston literally. Well, we'll anywhere. give him. We should have fucking got him instead of Arthur. Supposedly, rumors going around uh, Arthur is not favored by the Liverpool coaches already. That's saying yeah, that, not saying that we're willing that. to Funny. give him back in the winter. Yeah, I'm that's not, crazy. I'm not surprised by that at all. Yeah, I'm a Juve little bit surprised. Are, I thought he would be at least technical enough to be like, okay, like he can start over like Milner. It just felt rushed. It felt there was no connection. There yeah, was no like panic buy for it you was guys literally, if we're on that topic. It, it just, I don't fucking see why you bought him. It's I only think we're paying like half whatever. his wages. What the fuck ever? I don't I, Doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, over just, Milner? Oh, well, I, I fucking start me over <laughs> Milner in that midfield. <laughs> Uh, Juventus are eighth in Syria with ten points, uh, two wins, four draws, no losses. Okay. Where's Fiorentina okay. at right now? Fiorentina are in eleventh, negative one goal differential. They have one win, three draws, two losses. Yep, sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. Fucking miss my, miss my boys in purple. Uh, next one, Maccabi. Uh, one, one to three to PSG. Yeah, uh, everybody. PSG's entire front three. And yeah. on the scoring, uh, the dude who gave the post-match interview for Maccabi is American. Yeah, goalie. Yeah, he yeah. could not stop smiling. It was really funny. 
But they took the lead on PSG too. Fair yeah. play to them. I mean, it could have been like yeah, that game could have ended two two three three, and I think it would have been a fair result. Yep. Maccabi made chances. It's just PSG had the quality. We'll turn it over to you, uh, Dortmund, Do you Man think? City. Holland, Holland, yeah, two one Man City. What a fucking goal! Holland's fucking inevitable. That was a fucking two unreal fucking goals what scored a pass by, by City. Cancelo too. Yeah, holy the shit! Best fullback in the world. But what a fucking pass, dude! Trivella <laughs> assists like the second one of the season. He's he is unreal. But that finish from Holland is like Ibrahimovic, yeah. like early Ibrahimovic esque. The way he's just like getting on the end of that to score it draped and you know three Dortmund defenders too uh really funny city wait until the 78th minute when uh what's his fucking name that there was a defender for Dortmund I I do not remember his name off the top of my head who said in his pre-match interview before the game that we know how to stop Holland and (laughs) we have to worry about city as a whole city waited for him to get subbed on in the 78th minute and then scored their two goals to to complete the comeback that's always a good time uh what do you think about Mares and Grealish on the day? I think they frustrate me when they're products of a very specific city system that we have to play to complement the way they play. When we play with when City plays with inverted fullbacks, when and in this case it was John Stones today yep. playing that inverted fullback role. Whoever's on the right side doesn't have that overlap, and if it's someone like Alvarez or Bernardo, where they're going to take it to the byline and create a chance, great, that's fine. When it's Mares, who you know is a little bit slower, needs that overlap to create some space for him. He's just not as effective. And it's the same thing with Grealish on the left. When Grealish isn't playing with Gomez or Cancelo to overlap him, he's just not as effective. And you like we're seeing that on full display. Yeah. I'm also like, I'm getting really close to being able to officially say that Grealish might have been a bust. I'm just not sold on the guy lately. He he looked decent in preseason, and I think he's kind of started a good relationship with Holland for the most part. But it's just like it, it, his my frustrations with Grealish were very similar to my frustrations with Sterling towards the end of his tenure with City. He is not that direct enough for the type of player he is. Like his technical level of technical yeah. ability, he should be running the players. Yeah. In the break, he should not be receiving the ball, turning, stopping playing the ball back. He should be running at defenders. He should be doing what he did at Villa so well, drawing fouls, creating space, like wreaking havoc on back lines, stretching them because he's running at his fullback. He's just not doing that right now. Do you think he's better as... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Do you think it's a lack of confidence? It. I mean, there are times where he runs at his man and he beats them. He's just not doing it enough. He's not doing it in, like, impactful places on the pitch. To be fair, I don't think Grealish lacks uh, any sort of confidence. No. Yeah, no, but like an on-field confidence is very yeah. different from your off-field per, per personality. And I just think since his move to City, we haven't seen the same player. We also We've really have flashes of it. Yeah, you're right. We've seen flashes of it, but we haven't been given a consistent run of this is your role, this is what you're going to be doing. It has mm-hmm. changed quite a bit. It has been kind of filling the holes when needed, almost, instead yep. of you're in this team to be an everyday yeah, start. I, I think he needs a, a run of games for us to really see, but it feels a lot like a Gabriel Jesus situation yep. where he's not going to get that run of games because yeah. today is evidence. It is just clear as fucking day. We are so much better with Foden, Bernardo, and Holland. Or Foden, Bernardo, Holland, and Alvarez yep. being in our attack 
uh, the, the game against Newcastle where fucking Man City were playing 4-4-2, we looked incredible. So I, I just think that needs to be the Do way going forward. Do you think Grealish is uh, better suited just as an out-and-out 10? Yes. Yeah. I think he's way better centrally. I, I think so as well. I think that's why he was so good at Villa. I also think he is going to be better at a place where he is the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he would have been better at a place like Arsenal. Where he just would have went into the yeah. side and been like a yeah. dude. I, I still think he's a good player, and I think he's going to have those good moments for us. He came up clutch for us at the end of last season, too. So I don't hate the dude, but I just $100 million is a lot of money for a guy who's not going to be super impactful. But last note on this game, too, just real quick. Uh, Jude Bellingham goal was really, really good. Really yeah. good delivery from Royce. Really smart finish for Bellingham to just like dart in front of three players and score that header at the near post. He, he, very, very good player. He's got the world at his feet. He's going to look great in red next year. Really, you, really excited for Foden to bring him to the Etsy head like he did Holland. Did you uh, see the celebration by chance? Yeah, he did the like the this thing in front of celebrating with the fans away, like, very reminiscent of Salah yeah. coming to the Etsy head. Tweeted that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's coming to Liverpool. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, Agent Hendo has him right in the England team. It's a done deal, basically. Yeah, there's no city players in that England team either. The no he, guys. He's right also obsessed with Stevie G. Yeah, well, yeah. So is De Bruyne. Look where he is. Well, <laughs> fair. <laughs> That's a fair point. Uh, let's kick it over. We'll do our two kind of mini segments. We're gonna do out and out of bounds and uh, the Monk and Gladback minute again. We'll start with Out of Bounds. Do we want to do the really quick funny one and then get into the two yeah. that we're going to fucking rant about a little bit here? Or I am going to yeah. rant about. Yeah. And we're talking about Man City anyway, so it fits. So Phil Foden has a fucking, we got a really bad fucking haircut. Um, yeah, it's the most mank thing to do ever. Yeah, like a fucking 47 shaved into the side of his head. It lit- It looks like the 47 brand logo. It's really More funny. More than his number. No, it's, <laughs> so yeah, it's funny. Stupid. I think it's hysterical in like the worst way possible. I mean... Whatever, he's a good player. He's performing on the pitch. I don't fucking care. I also had my number shaved into my head when I was... Did you actually? Fifth grade football. Yeah, I had my number shaved in my head, Crazy to get your head shaved in a sport where you wear a fucking helmet. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Wow, that is an insane move. Phil Foden, really bad trim. Really good player. Um... I do think it's funny that there's not... I mean, he's performing on the pitch, so I guess it's not completely comparative, but it is funny that guys like Paul Pogba would do that, like, super often, (laughs) playing for Man United, and, like, not one... I've not seen one person in the city sphere be like, what the fuck are you doing, (laughs) mate? You know? Just haven't seen it. Sorry for the poor English accent. I'm not trying to piss today. (laughs) Well, a little bit. Josh is taking the... Or not Josh. Paz is taking the piss today. Mm-hmm. You got to take the piss some days. Just fucking wait till the next two parts of this segment. Yeah. Uh, let's get into the one where I think we're all just going to, you know, chime in and make little fucking jabs on. Uh, Todd Bowley. Oh, my fucking What a joke. God, dude. What, a, what an absolute right. piece. I've got some thoughts. First, I get what he's trying to say with this all-star game thing. You know what I mean? Like... It's a, it's a new concept. People are obviously going to be a little foreign to it. If, like, if it's done properly, brings money into the English football pyramid, helps grassroots football, uplifts it overall. That being said, and uh, Jamie Carragher and Micah Richards said it very well today uh, on CBS post-Champions League. So I'm going to kind of be like reiterating some of the things yep. they said because I agree with it for the most part. It is so fucking arrogant. To make a suggestion like that when you haven't even proved you can run a team. Yeah. And on top of that, before you start talking about the way English football is run, 
you should do more than read a Wikipedia article on your club's former players before making any comment at all yeah. about anything. Because if you guys didn't know, um, you can play 97 senior games for a club in Belgium and still be considered a Chelsea youth product, even though you were bought at like 22. Yep. It's a tough look. That was a tough look, I would say, more than the All-Star game thing, because it just shows you have no fucking... No clue. Yeah. No, no touch clue. with reality about soccer or footy whatsoever. Uh, it's a joke. Unbelievably out of touch with his club. Uh, I, I think it's it just goes to show that I think we were kind of right. It just feels like a dude playing fucking football manager. I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. I really did, um, because I think... In a tumultuous situation, uh, Chelsea was in a very, very weird spot. Government sanctions on their club because of their owner. Like, I think we're overlooking like kind of the the gun that they were being held under. Um, I wish they would have just sold it to Conor McGregor. They honestly, were playing five at the back, so would have been a much better thing. Gun to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gun to but football. Todd Bowley, like. Saying it about De Bruyne, he mentioned Mo Salah too. It's like just absolute Salah too. It's not like he didn't he didn't play for three other clubs like, before coming to yeah. Chelsea and was never part of that youth system. It just two it other makes clubs, three other clubs. I don't play for Basel, Basel for a while. Fiorentina was alone after Chelsea. I well, think, he played but, it for Basel. Uh, yeah, there was, there was a club Egyptian he got his, team an Egyptian well. team that he played yeah. like, like sixty. He made oh, I think 60, 70 senior yeah. appearances. I could be wrong there, but he made. A sizable a amount of senior, senior appearances for a it's club just, in Egypt. It's just ignorant. It really, it really is just ignorant. At the end of the day, and it makes American ownership in the Premier League look bad. Like uh, Bass said it pretty well in the comments on our on our social media post about it today. Like, but he ignored all of the negatives the ne- to right, right. An, an, a like, game like that. If you're if you're looking at it situationally, like the right. idea on paper seems fine. I, fine. I I think. That we should be open to the idea of something like that, but if you ask all of the professionals, none of them are going to want to play in a fucking Nobody game does. like that. And how many do we deal need? With, right, we already deal with like extra tournaments. We already deal with, um, you know, tournaments at a higher level when you're successful in your your right. your club competition. So it just it, we we already we're coming off the back of the Super League fiasco. It just I think the timing was poor. The context was poor. Just everything that right. It just came shows Bowley is super. Bad. It just shows Bowley is super out of touch with English football culture. He does not actually understand yeah. European football culture, not just English, just European football in general. It just shows he's super out of touch with the culture around him, and you you just can't come in and Americanize everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's also how many charity matches do you need? We have the fucking Community Shield and Soccer Aid as well. Right. I mean, like, it, this would feel like glorified Soccer Aid, but wh- where are you, when are you going to play it? In the exactly. summer? In, in the summer when there's not an international tournament in the the winter break for the Premier League that they don't fucking get? Yeah. When, do you, when are you going to schedule this game? Klopp hit the nail on the head in that video yes, where, he, he, where he was talking. And also, like, I don't think he realizes that, like, the intensity of the rivalries either. With, like, you're going to have North London Derby people playing together. You're going to be Liverpool, Everton, Man City, and Man United players. That's insane. Mm. It's so stupid. And also, uh, just to add on to your point about the arrogance of this statement, 
You just sacked your manager after six games. Yeah. And what? you gave him 250 mil in the summer. And, and like, that, show you can do anything before making suggestions exactly. like that. That's, that is exactly... That's the... Todd Bowley should take a long, hard look in the mirror and learn about English football. Um, next, out of bounds, FIFA rankings. Uh, those have officially came out. So we have the top 10. I have a disclaimer before we get into this. Um... FIFA ratings are a fucking joke, and if yeah. you take them seriously in the slightest, you're a fucking dweeb. They're also meant to move slow. To be fair, what? They're also meant to move slow. I think. Like, I don't think they go up at the rate they necessarily should, and they don't probably come down at the rate. No, no, they should. no it's everybody. Like a, it's like a harder. Yeah, it, it gives it like a mid baseline for like a a lot of growth. Everybody but. knows that EA looks at the name of the player, gives them a rating yes. and they don't actually fucking watch football oh, and they yeah. cover up their mistakes, their big mistakes with winter upgrades in Ultimate Team when they fix the ratings that they got blatantly wrong. Yep. We'll, we'll start at the top of the list, Benzema 91. Uh I think that's probably deserved. Probably. Yeah. Lewandowski is second. Yeah. I actually think Benzema should probably be a step above Lewa. Um Mbappe 91 as well. Mm-hmm. Don't have an issue with that. Messi 91. Yeah, probably a little. You'd probably go 90. Probably. Yeah, I'd be do whatever. De Bruyne, 91. Fine. Yeah. Sala, 90. So De Bruyne is the best player in the Premier League, right? <laughs> right? Uh, am, I, I mean, am, I hearing, am I hearing some hypocrisy? The FIFA rating. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Sick of you. Some uh, hypocrisy across <laughs> the table? What do you mean? You don't think that Cristiano Ronaldo's as good as Mohamed Salah at also a 90 rating? Nah. I think she'd be better. Ronaldo's at least a 94. Yeah, yeah. Fucking 95 pace. But if, like, Adama Traore is an 83 and he gets a winter wild card that's a 92. Yeah, okay. Dude, my thing with FIFA ratings, (laughs) it's just like, do people not understand that some of the best players in the history of the video game of FIFA are Seydou Dumbia and Emmanuel Emanike? Yeah. There's yes. The people you're in FIFA. There are players that are just like good. Yep. And in real life, they're bad ass. Depends on the year and like what's overpowered. Uh, my favorite pe- player in FIFA history is Yasin Shikawi from FIFA 13. That's a great pull. That's really pulling some names out here. He I like five it. Five star skills and a five star weak foot. And in that FIFA, if your team was a full star lower than the team you were playing, you got a legitimate handicap. So Yasin Shikawi was like 400 coins, and he played like fucking Ibrahimovic. It's the best <laughs> player I've ever used in FIFA. So He's awesome. busted. I've never seen him play a professional game in real life. <laughs> I think he played for FC Zurich at the time. Uh, God bless you. Like you said, Van Dyke and Ronaldo both at 90. Yep. Um, Courtois, 90. That's probably fine. And Neuer, 90. Mm. I don't think those are... D- those aren't really uh, that disputable. Yeah, but I mean, I think Allison should be a 92 then, if those two are also going to be in 90, yeah. if we're going like strictly by like right. how the real world works. I think Allison was like an 88, 89. Yeah, I think so. so. I think he's just one below. Ederson has an eight, was an 88, and that's fucking criminal. He's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, some Liverpool ones. I don't. I think Trent went up to 88. I think Robertson stayed. Fabinho went up one. Um we could probably we could go through the list and, and find we could fucking, literally yeah. just have an issue with like every little rating. I think at at the end of the day, the uh, the the game will change a little bit between release. We have a week yeah. until pre-download starts. 
Uh, and then I think it's another two weeks until the 20, game drops, the 23rd, 23rd, something like that. So we're, we're creeping up on it. Out. I'm excited. I'm excited no. to get Ultimate Team rolling. Um, last ever FIFA. I don't have to buy it because I have EA Play. I still give them money on a yearly basis so I can play all their titles. So I'll just download it in a week and give a give an honest update about EA's last ever FIFA. I will not be buying FIFA. I haven't bought a FIFA in four five years and yeah i will not i buy it every year and the first three months are the best time to play it because it's when fucking like kids can't just spam you with dribble and pace so nope. i'm actually really good the first three months the <laughs> next company that gets the fifa license to make a soccer game will get my money i'm never giving ea my money for a soccer game ever again so this goes with the segment uh pick one pass fifa football manager Overall, I've played more FIFA, so I'm going to go with FIFA. PES yeah. is a fucking dumpster fire. The game sucks ass. <laughs> Football manager's a fucking good time. Football manager's <laughs> a lot of fun. So I'm going to give, I'm going to say one, I'm going to give it to FIFA because I've played more FIFA, yeah. but as I've grown older, I've really started to appreciate what Football Manager has to offer. I'm a, I'm a FIFA guy. Um, I think just the, and it sucks because Pro Clubs is the only mode in this new FIFA that isn't cross compatible. Mm hmm. So, just another reason I'm not going to buy the fucking game. Which makes no sense. Yeah. But like the the memories I've made playing just specifically pro clubs, not anything else in oh, the game. Yeah. I know Justin just is listening so to this. So much fun. I know Justin is listening <sighs> to this. Justin, dude, just yes, pro clubs, J Star and Patio. Fucking <laughs> memories made dude, with that Cam, shit. Cam would always dribble the ball into the corner and then fake cross it in dalton would always make the tallest striker striker possible just try to head it in i make my guy fight like the the perfect like scientific weight and height to be the fastest and the strongest you could be i would get five star skills five Scoop star weak for foot, days and i'm just like i'm not i never got into the pro fucking clubs. ball and i am just walloping shots on skill runs and everyone's yelling at me the whole time I love that. and every time they come off i'm just like yeah let's go like fucking jamie tart we yeah. need to you Most need to sharpen up at the beginning of this year and we need to do like a fifa round robin i'm well, not buying the game so i'm gonna no, be ass but we will I mean, uh, we'll FIFA round robin would be fun. That'd be good. Be fun. I'm pretty confident in how good I used to be at the game, so I, I feel good that I don't need to have played the game in like five years and I can still right. win. Okay, that's the end out of bounds. Pat, you want to give an update on your Moken Gladback boys? Yeah, we're down fucking horrendous right now. Uh, Nahouse and Koa Takura, uh, both out long term with PCL and MCL injuries, respectively. Uh, so that's one of two down. of our two of our starting defenders, both down for the foreseeable future. So uh, bad to worse for the fulls um i'm not getting that free jersey for mitch we're not winning the league uh a nil nil draw with freiburg at the weekend too so that's tough uh we have leipzig who new manager bounce but also they look kind of shit yep i still think we're gonna draw yep. uh we're not feeling good it's tough uh before we get into the prem just a, a quick note u.s men's squad dropped for the next window. Oh shit i haven't even seen it uh, i did not see that either Pe peppy got included let's go over pefok for Union Berlin, I think Pefok has like four goal comps. Uh, Union Berlin's top. Good. Pepe hasn't scored a goal in a year. Pepe's not been good. Do, we, do, we, do we need do we need the confidence going in though? Because it's our last like little stint. So. I think he was just good for a month and sucks. Yeah, but if if you if imagine how Pefok feels right now. He's played for a team that's top of the fucking Bundesliga. He's probably their top scorer, and he still can't get into this this US this US. Is he not what is he in the, what, is he not in the side or is this not the, the last is this the last squad. run before last the world run cup? before the world cup? 
So he's not in the tune-up before so the you're tournament not going starts. To the World Cup. Which is insane. That's insanity. Greg g- 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 shape up. Yeah, he said uh, Pepe fits the system better. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. P Fox scores goals. Yep. We Your need the number nine. Sucks ass. Josh Greg. Sargent scoring goals right now. Six goals already in the championship for Norwich. Championship's dog shit. I fucking Josh Sargent. Josh Sargent's a boy. Uh, Premier League this weekend. We want to run, run through some games quick. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, gonna be very quick because there's not a lot on the docket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have a well. There's <laughs> like seven done. games. I yeah, think we have but, four picked out. Yeah, yeah. it's Wolves, Man City. We're beating Wolves. So used to be a bogey game for it's you. Didn't, not you anymore. lost those two. You We're lost two wolves. games in 2019. We're beating wolves. We're undefeated this season. We're beating wolves. I feel good. We it's even... an easy one. You you won each of the last four games. Thirteen uh, to three. Thirteen to three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel good about this game. Holland bogey is, game. What? Holland is scoring goals like a yeah. motherfucker. Ruben Neves banger. In a four-one loss against Shedderson. Yeah. Yeah. Shedderson, Moutinho, like it. Instant Ooh, it's at the Mall New too. Just saying. I'm not afraid. We're better away. <laughs> oh, and they have wolves. They have actual fucking. Wolves. Yeah, they that actually been have an out of bounds segment. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what, a fuck, what a fucking signing announcement that was. Yeah. We're going back to out of bounds. Rip. We're Di- getting Di- out of the pitch again. Diego Costa actually against you. Diego Costa yeah, taking Diego the piss. Costa you're going to take the piss. You're, you're going to drop points this He's weekend. 90. I'm not worried about it. You're going to drop points. He's 90. <laughs> Him and the Wolves are too much juice for you. Uh, he's 90. He's got Early Holland has wolf blood in 13 goals already. Yeah, we're not, that's not losing this that's game. Nothing. The tweet about uh, with the Wolves on the field, and they're like, we bought these Wolves. We had to get the time out of them. That's why <laughs> you liked it. Yes, that's his. They're going to get the Griezmann sub. You're yeah. just going to have a pack of Wolves come onto the field in the 60th minute. Holland's a Viking. He'll just kill them. True. It's dark. <laughs> Tottenham Leicester next. Uh, Rogers' job has to be surely on the line here. Leicester have been fucking dog shit. Uh, yeah, they're gonna lose. Yeah, Tottenham has good form over Leicester. It's a it's a bigger game, but there's probably gonna be a lot of people tuning into it. Yeah, but Tottenham are gonna pipe Leicester probably. Yeah, I don't think for Leicester, Rogers might be sacked in the morning. I thought they were gonna be sacked last weekend. To be fair, who um, knows, man? Uh, did I send you? I'm not allowed to share this meme publicly, but I'll send. I'll show you Uh-oh. after. It's Oof. not good, but it's really funny. It's vile. It's real bad. We'll take a look at it. Um, Brentford Arsenal. This one's an interesting one. This was the first game of the season last year. Uh, Arsenal lost that one in that horrific run yep. of form. Um, and they lost to United. How, how do you think they'll respond? I think they're going to bounce back. Yeah, I think they're going to win this game. I think, I think Brentford have been very, very spotty, very streaky. Uh, and I think this is... This is an opportunity for Arteta to say, hey, we, we don't need to let this one bad result really kind of make a snowball out of it. Yep. So I'm looking at the meme Pat referenced. That is very bad. That's that is very bad. That's real bad. That's I tough. cry laughing. Uh, and then last one, we got Everton, West Ham. Uh, Everton have been really bad. West Ham have been, I think they're still bottom of the Premier League. I think so. So this is I like believe. the the stinky derby. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's got Goodison, too. Got one, one written tough. all over it to, for me. Oof. I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, I think Everton could probably get a draw here. West Ham, just their offense is non-existent. Antonio looks shell. Not, like not disinterested. He's just not not there. Um, it was just a one season or even like three quarters of a season to run, <laughs> yeah. honestly. The Skamaka guy they bought kind of sucks. Yeah, he's not been good. Uh, which I was excited to, for him. Bowen hasn't been very good. I think 1-1 is probably a fair it's result. Pat will let Declan team Rice the curse. Not really. Yeah. Uh, Declan Rice, either. you know, they're not Man City. You can't blame them for anything. Exactly. So. Uh, that's the episode, boys. Was that a shot at me? Yes. Huh? 
What? Is that what? a shot at me? What? What I said? Yeah. No, that post-game interview where you said we're not Man City. We can't win everything. I don't understand why the fans are booing us. Oh, I didn't even see that. That's a fucking piss poor mentality. Out of yeah, the, the fans captain. were booing him, and he's like, me? he's like, I was kind of disappointed. He's like, we're not Man City. We're not going to win every game. Yeah, but you're fucking bottom. And you're supposed <laughs> and to be like for your twenty million club cap. How the fuck did yeah. I not see that? I think we talked about it on the podcast. It was a couple weeks ago. I probably just blacked out when we were talking I, about I it. I recall. Then. I recall. Yeah. Um, that was it. That's the podcast. That's episode eight. 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 I'm never going to actually know what episode number we're on. Well, second. yeah, because you fucked us up from the get-go with the episode Well, this zero. one we didn't have an episode zero. Episode nine. We so. No, we, we didn't have an episode zero this season, so we're so constantly we in a it, conundrum so of episode the... zero or no episode zero. Well, we, no, we can't do an episode zero now. It doesn't make any fucking we sense. We should do a retroactive episode Yeah, zero. a prequel. <laughs> Instead of, instead of nine, next week is episode zero. We'll do episode zero point nine, and then we'll just do episode oh, ten. That's a good one. How? Or we could just do eight point one. Or we could just keep the train rolling how we have it. But if we do eight point one, do we have not, to do eight point two and only talk about topics we covered on, on episode eight for the remainder of just the podcast? expansion? How many episodes do you think we could do about just the topics we talked about today? Just talking about them over and over again with different well, we aspects to it. We covered a lot of it. games. Theoretically, we could do a lot. Yeah, we probably could. You can get through it. Mm. We could do a fucking whole episode on FIFA rankings. Oh if my we god, to. yeah, we could. I would get angry. <laughs> I'm next week. Angry. <laughs> All right. Oh, that, oh, oh, Josh has Pogba's one more brother thing. got arrested. Yes. Oh. Update to the <laughs> oh, fuck. Last minute. Last minute. So Behind this bars. episode was really just all out of bounds. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, Pogba's um, brother got arrested. I knew I Matthias? had a list of out of bounds. Yes. I had a list of out of bounds topics, and I just forgot them when I was writing these notes. So I apologize for the last minute takes. Subscribe to the thing. You know what to do. Mm. Like the thing. Share the thing. Subscribe. Like. Rate it if you're on Spotify. Uh, like it. Comment on YouTube. Uh, tell us your favorite Starburst flavor in the comments. Yeah. Buy some cinnamon. Mm. Oh my god. Dry, no free ads. Yeah. Shout out Life Smart Water. Yeah, Jesus. Actually, Life Water, Smart Water, all the above sponsor us. I love this shit. See you, See you next week, guys. <laughs> Bye.